Anchorage, Alaska, the lower 48, and the rest of the world. This is Bruce Lindquist with his podcast, Wonderful Counselor. Hey guys, it's been a while. A lot of life has happened. But on this rainy, cloudy Alaska, trying to imitate the Pacific Northwest weather day, I thought I would share with you a brief message. I know most of you who know me are aware brevity is not my vocabulary. But I believe in miracles, and I'm trusting God to give me the ability to keep this podcast to 15 minutes. I just got back from Costco. And when you went to Costco, has someone ever come up to you with a megaphone, letting you know how right they are and how wrong you are for not thinking like them? Of course not. Yet don't we have a megaphone, regardless of what social media platform we're on? And to be honest, don't we do that? Oh, I may be talking to the wrong people, but I don't think so. You see, I've been on social media, and I've allowed myself to be triggered by a post, a tweet, a picture, a video. Haven't you? Have you ever participated in a Twitter war or a Facebook post battle where you unfriend people? Oh, no. Did you ever find yourself in a pretty good mood until you saw that comment and then got angry and let the person have it? Do you know why that happened? Are you a bit curious? You didn't sign up for the Twitter war, but there you are, armor on, weapons at the ready. How the heck did we get there? Well, first of all, we used to be that we had conversations with people. We saw their faces, we heard their voices, um, we knew their social cues. In context of what they said, we also were in relationship with them. Friends meant you knew each other. It wasn't just a friendship request on social media. You weren't trying to get followers. You were trying to build relationships. You know, ones that last throughout the course of your life, that you actually mourn and grieve when they die because they're so close to you, they leave footprints on your heart. These are the people you let speak into your life. You actually trust them. You may not agree have different topics, uh, different opinions, but your relationship is more important than yours or their ideology. The problem is when we go public with our thoughts and beliefs and experiences, you're not in a relationship with these people. The learned trust is not there. You wouldn't dream of going to Walmart, hanging out with a greeter, sharing your life story. Guys, some people are not safe for trust. Jesus called this throwing your pearls to swine. It's not their swine, it's your heart. It does not need to be thrown on the bed of someone else's opinion to create a lie baby in you. I'm not against social media. I rather enjoy it. I would enjoy it more, and you most likely would too, if it wasn't such a war of words and it could be so personal. So let's start with you and I as a receiver. Someone has commented on your post. Let's say you put a picture of an avocado up. And some posts say, I like it. So he would, I like it too, but, right? But then a person posts and says, avocados are causing climate change crisis. And farmers are oppressed and clearly are angry you posted a picture of an avocado. Here's where you come in. You could defend your avocado post. You could rally the troops of social media to hunt this person down for not liking avocados. But why? Here lies the problem. We all want to be right. 
We all are so egocentric, and if we're not careful, we'll identify with being an avocado instead of just realizing there's a difference in opinion. Since when did people become posts or tweets? It's not who they are, and it's not who you are. Once again, if there was a relationship, this could be worked out. But no, we have to be polarized. You must hate avocados, or you must like avocados. Is this the field you're willing to die on? Fill in the blank. It could be anything. You do not have to let people name and define you. Actually, only one has the authority to do so, and that's God. So let me share with you this example. My beloved and I, a few years back, were coming home from Healing the Heart, this wonderful inner healing ministry. And we were on the park's highway, and we were stopped at a red light, headed to Wasilla. And this Alaska native guy, must have been about 6'10", stopped in the middle of the road with a bottle of an R&R whiskey in his hand and gave us the finger. We waited for the light to change. We had the right away. I looked at my wife and I said, what do you think, a finger disorder? We cracked up. Why? This guy wasn't in a relationship with us. We could joke about it. Yet if he was in our inner circle, there would be more of a response. Probably hurt if he was our friend. Are you guys following me? They're posts. They're tweets. They're people's opinions. And they're allowed to have them. They don't need to be personalized by you. Now, I believe in absolutes as a Christ follower, but that doesn't mean everything I believe is right. Let me give you an example. Last night, my bride and I were having a date night movie. We decided before the new MI comes out, we would watch all the previous movies. I watched MI1, and I said to my wife, the heroine of the story was a younger Haley Haley Berry. And she said it wasn't her. I was sure it was her. I was so sure I was going to, I made a bet with my wife. Thanks be to God, the bet was who makes the ice cream sundae because I was wrong. But even if I was right, I could have been wrong in my response. See, I could have told her, get in there and make me a sundae. You guys see how this works. Why is it so important to be right in our own eyes that we treat others exactly like we wouldn't want to be treated. So Jesus in Matthew 7, 1 said this, Do not judge so that you will not be judged. By the way you judge, you will be judged, and by the standard you measure, it will be measured to you. So here's the question. Can you stand up to your own standard? It's a fair question. The way you treat others on social media, would you like to be treated the same way by God? Would you like to be measured by his perfect justice and mercy? Or do you want to play God and even then not keep up with your own standard you demand others to comply to? How easy it is on a computer or a phone to treat others that way. See, it's easy to tear down someone else's statue until they apply their criteria to you and you watch your statue fall. Would any of our statues stand? Jesus proceeds with the next verses to explain this further. He gives us a strategy to end the Twitter or the Facebook war. He says this, Why do you look for the speck in your brother's eye, but you don't notice the log or the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Let me take out that speck in your eye, and behold, the log and plank is in your eye? You hypocrite, first take out the log and plank out of your eye, 
and you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So what happens if you don't take the log and plank out of your eye? First, you try to take the speck out of your brother's eye, and you might poke his eye out, trying to get out the speck. That certainly would not build trusting relationships, but don't we do that sometimes on social media? Here, I don't know you, and I don't like what you're saying, and you're offending me, so I'm going to enlighten you with a plank in my eye of my truth. On the other side, we have those who say, I can't take the speck out, and spend their whole life removing planks from their own eye. Don't get me wrong, we need to remove the planks. Probably spend more time doing so, because a plank actually is bigger than a speck. That would make sense. But this is the error, though if you spend all your life taking out the planks out of your own eye and not take the speck out of your brother's eye, you'd be just as disobedient to the words of Christ. This unfortunately is getting to be the practice of the church. The truth is if you suppress God's truth, it is unrighteousness and creates unrighteousness. Romans 1 for those who dare to read it. It is simply not true you can't speak the truth to our culture around you. You can take out the speck. However, once again, it's healthier to be in relationship, be much more received. You see, we all are made in the image of God, and what happens in our own self-righteousness, we want others to agree with us and essentially be made in our own image. Just so you know, it's not my goal for anyone. I have my quirks, my struggles, my personality, my dry sense of humor. I can be goofy. I have so far to go to be like Christ, like you do. I don't want you to be like me, even on my best day. I want you to be like the person God created you to be, and then through Christ, have your heart transformed, so loving God, yourself in a healthy way, and others would be your highest aspiration. I don't have a problem when people say, this is what I believe. I have a problem when their expectation is I have to believe like they do. I think you have that same problem. What that means is supremacy of self takes over. And when you believe you're better than someone else, then the hood of the KKK, which by the way isn't dependent on color or gender or social economic status, it fits well on the me, 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 me in us. You see, when we walk around in our own self-righteousness and we do not let others pluck the speck out of our eye, so essentially there are a lot of people who can't see past themselves because of their planks. I'm not throwing stones. It's easy to get there, isn't it? Well, there is a solution. It has to do with the plank and the speck. It has to do with surrendering our self-righteousness to be human, surrender our self-made deities that we've created to the one who loves us so much he gave us free will, gave us his life, and offers to set us free from the prison of our self-ego on steroids. You see the Twitter war and the Facebook battle? It doesn't impact social, just impact social media. It goes far beyond. It is a contagion that impacts all of us in all aspects of our life. We do have a choice though, but in order to make that choice, Jesus needs to remove the speck from your eye, your heart, and your soul. He's the only one without a plank in his eye.
I end this podcast with the words of Christ. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. Do you want to live on God's terms? Because there is a way that seems right to us, but in the end leads to death. Sin has the same outcome, no matter how much we dress it up, justify it up, rationalize it up, normalize it up, or culturalize it up. It ends the same way. It leads to death. Do you want the truth? Or do you want to be swayed by every feeling, thought, and experience or expert who says they know what it's like to be you? The truth is only God does and he loves you. Do you want the abundant life Jesus promises us? To save us from ourselves and our sins and our own self-righteousness? And to have his righteousness through Christ? It's your choice. It always has been. The God will honor your choice and mine. Jesus is a prayer away, a surrender away. And I pray you would give him your life through repentance to experience who you really are, who your creative purpose, so that you would know how much you're loved and that you could really see. Under 15 minutes, it is possible. God bless you guys. And I will, I look forward to our next podcast. I hope the message um, blessed you.